stuck in our homes But you're not alone I started feeding these Where should the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you today? I'm doing very well. And you? Happy April 1st. Happy Limb Loss, Limb Difference Awareness Month. Are you aware? There you go. I am aware. (laughs) I'm very aware. More aware now than ever. There you go. It's also OT Month. Didn't know that. Yeah. See? Let me ask you a question, because you're always on social media. Is there lots of April Fool stuff going on, or is that like way down this year because of COVID-19 and people don't feel like we should be doing that? So um, and there's not as much as there has been in the past. I will tell you that the local superintendent where I live and the governor in Pennsylvania managed to prank just about every student that was following their social media, which was quite hilarious. How did they do that? Both of them put out um, like false stories that because the school year wasn't completed and SOLs were not taken, that all students will have to take repeat the grade for next year to start fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And apparently my niece and my nephews had a little mini breakdown over it. So it's funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So and I got Timmy this morning. Um, because he asked for, um, an egg for breakfast. So I took some ice vanilla ice cream and spread it out. And then I put half a peach in the center to look like a yolk and I gave him an egg. How do you do with that? Oh, he told me it was the best egg he's ever tasted in his whole life. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice April fool's joke. Yes, that was. We, we. Dessert uh, for breakfast. Exactly. Um, other than that, you know, the. I feel like we're living such a little nightmare right now that, you know, trying to prank somebody on purpose kind of isn't fun this year. So we're not really doing a lot. Are you? Sure. Uh, we've done, I've done nothing. There's been no April Fool's anything in my house. I woke up this morning and went to work. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did. Okay. So, yeah, that works. So let, let me ask you another question because we've been we have been largely off topic on the sub- subject of limb loss since we did the podcast on preparing for a quarantine, mm-hmm. which now seems like a year ago. It does. And little did we know we would need to be following that advice in a pretty hardcore way, all of us. But um, I've been thinking about it because I'm in a socket that's um, over a year old. I've had no adjustments to it. I've lost some weight. Um, I'm watching certain aspects of it wear down and I'm saying to myself, if this goes South, my prosthetist isn't local and, uh, what do I do? Yeah. And I'm wondering, has there been, have you seen chatter about that with, with the amped army or in the broader limb loss community about how people are thinking about dealing with that? I mean, the, the good news is, is that right now, all the prosthetists that I know of are still seeing patients, especially if it's an emergent issue and things like that. So, you know, you can still go see your prosthetist. Most of them, they're in the healthcare patient care world. So they're taking all of the necessary precautions, staggering patients, disinfecting that whole thing. Um, So if you really need to go, 
I mean, you're a little bit of a different story because you'd be, you know, obviously you wouldn't fly, you would drive down to see your prosthesis if you had to right now, correct? But most people don't travel that far. Yeah, no, it'd be a long drive. It'd be a really long drive. But yes, I suppose I would have to do that. Yeah. Well, you could stay here because we're close. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, that was that was my limb loss, limb difference specific portion of this podcast today. So I'll Thought tell I you would... my situation is yeah, my liner split in two, legit like tore in half. Um, so right now I am um, trying to get a new liner, but I have to have a script and I can't see my doctor because they're not accepting patients right now and he won't write a script through uh like video chat consult so that's kind of where i am so you know i'm not quite sure how it's all going to shake out i even looked into trying to get a liner on ebay but i'm not going to go that route i'll deal with the tankini for a while if i have to um but i think that i certainly am not the only person who is in the situation of you know needing a script and not being able to get a script for for their device have you thought about calling your prosthetist and getting a referral to physicians that they know are doing video referrals right now? No, I haven't gone that route. That's probably a good way to to start. I don't know. Yeah, I need to do that. I, I, I didn't, do know, I, and the reason I, the reason I say that is I do know that um, in in the clinics that that I work with, um, we've had situations where. Uh, patients have actually been in the O&P facility and uh, using, I think, Zoom Health is, is what a lot of clinics are now using all of a sudden. Um, they're actually, because the doctors are all not working right now. Mm -hmm. They're not in there. A lot of them aren't in their offices if they're not doing essential health care. So a lot of these people are home now. And they're literally patching in like physical medicine and rehab docs on the calls. And they're doing a remote appointment and getting the doctor to authorize care. Okay. I will give that a try. I'll report back tomorrow. Cool. What else is going on? Anything fun in the Chenoweth household? Anything that needs fun. to be reported? Uh, last night we had a cupcake party. So they delivered them. That they did deliver them, and I got out the good china, and we sat at the table. I put a tablecloth on, and we sat at the table, and we all had cupcakes. So nice. that was fun. Um, today's a dreary day. I found out my aunt had a stroke, so she's oh, in the no. hospital. Yeah. And my other, my great aunt just turned a hundred and now there's COVID-19 throughout her, her care facility. So I'm worried about her. And then my dad's sister, um, I just found out was en route in an ambulance about two hours ago, uh, for a stroke. I mean, she's by herself because nobody can go with her to the hospital. So, yeah, not a great day. No, no, it's not. I mean, not it's, a good time, it's scary. Unfortunately, to be it's, in hospitals either, it's, right? it's not. And it's hard because, you know, and I saw my neighbor going through this as well as you can't get visitors and you can't wait with the patient. So even if it's a non-COVID issue, you're still there alone. I think they're making exceptions for like childbirth, but I think that's it. So are the, um, like with your neighbor, is the, is the attending physician just calling her in the morning and consulting with her remotely in terms of what her husband's condition is? Yep. Or she'll talk to the charge nurses. That's it. 
And she said that, you know, obviously it's, it's hard even getting that communication going because they're getting to be so busy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it must be a horribly isolating experience for all parties. I mean, I know how I'm feeling about my aunt being there alone. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for, for the people who aren't sick, worried about those who are. And then, you know, she's there all by herself. So doesn't have her advocate. And that, that's frightening when you have situations where you're sick and vulnerable and maybe even incapacitated and you don't have your patient advocate with you. Yep. Yep. It's, it's crazy. It is. It's just crazy. So, so what did you do last night? Um, what did I do last night? You know, one thing that I forgot to tell you yesterday when we were talking yesterday, um, you know, I, I keep forgetting that because we're recording at home, one of the things we said was while we're recording at home, if there's background noise, whatever it is, it's going to be there because this is life in quarantine. And yesterday while we were recording, for some reason, I was not sharing this with you because I was acting like it was a podcast where everything needed to be pure. But I was watching, I, my, my wife has this huge fish tank mm-hmm. that I stare at all day because I work in the same place where the fish tank is. And two of her fish were like violently attacking each other. Oh, no. I was trying to get her attention and see see if she could somehow, I don't know, wrangle the fish apart. Um, everything seems to have calmed down in the tank today. But yesterday we had we had fish fights going on with this tank of uh, pretty aggressive South African cyclids and parrotfish. And it's kind of survival of the fittest in there. Oh, seems no. But all of the fish are still alive. Okay. And they seem to be much calmer today. Good. Good. So I don't – maybe they were just stressed out by – COVID-19. No, it's, it's stressful for everybody, even our Finn friends. Yeah. Other than that, um, you know, yet last night there wasn't a lot of action going on. Um, I did, I did get Caroline to play one game of backgammon with me yesterday. Um, it was a very close game, hotly contested. I did prevail. Um, if she had rolled doubles on her last roll, she would have won. Okay. Um, So it was right down to the last play of the game. And, um, I did get upstairs at a reasonable hour last night and actually read for like an hour before falling asleep. So I told you yesterday, I think that I finally finished Tiger King. Um, I haven't started your Fosse show yet on Netflix. I just haven't, I don't know. I just haven't had time and everything that's been going on with COVID-19 right now, I seem to be like binge obsessing on that. So I totally need to step away and, and watch something completely mind numbing. Um, so what else are you watching? Um, so the, the, I'm, I'm still in the middle of the man in the high castle on Amazon, which Kara and I have kind of stalled on right now. And, um, you know, Kara and Caroline were watching some dreadful show that I don't even know what it's called. And it's got a lot of people who've been in stuff before. It's got, um, oh goodness, it's got the girl who was um, Hannah Montana's best friend in the Hannah Montana show as a grown-up now. I know nothing about Hannah Montana. Yeah, well, I know very little also. Um, I think, though, I was on a plane once with Billy Ray Cyrus, um, but that's neither here nor there. Bestow my achy, breaky heart. Yeah, yeah. He definitely got on the plane before me, but I couldn't find him on the plane when I got on. Um, In any event. I'm not really, there's nothing I'm in right now, Peggy. There's like no show that I'm in because I'm kind of between things. Okay. 
All right. So I, I don't know. I got to get away from the, the virus watch because it really, it, it's starting to not be good for me. So I will report back tomorrow what I decided to binge watch tonight. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy. Great talking to you. You too. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. We're stuck in our homes, but you're not alone. Press that it feed at these. Where should the breeze? COVID 19 has you down. Down. So stay with